It is 6, 5, 7 a.m. And regardless of how you're joining us, just remember that you are most welcome here. Uh, this is a Friday hangout, and we hope that the weekend has already begun for you and that you take that Friday fever or that weekend fever and you just pour it on to someone else and get them excited about the weekend and figure out something to do. At the very worst, the worst case scenario, you can just invite someone over for a braai and just make sure that you make this a memorable weekend. Now, we are joined by a very, very exciting guest, or at least I'm excited for this conversation. Uh, we're joined by Pastor Jovan J. White. Actually, I, I'm sure it's probably Jovan uh, J. White, but uh, you, he'll correct me on how to pronounce his name proper. Uh, so Pastor Jovan J., J. White hails from the city of Kingston, the capital of the island of Jamaica. Oh, we have two people from uh, Jamaica on the show this month alone. We're very, very blessed. Uh, from an early age he was exposed to music by his mom who was a graduate from Ender Manley College uh, School of Music and an education officer. He has won many medals in music and singing from the local Jamaican cultural development competition. Um, He is a graduate of the Michael Michael University College, uh, where he earned a diploma in secondary education with an emphasis in linguistics. That is very, very interesting. Um, uh, can you please join us there and just unmute your mic, uh, Pastor White? Um, I'm very, very excited to hear from you. How are you doing tonight? I am great. I'm great. It's actually still um, evening here in um, in in Florida where I'm staying at this time. But it's great to know that we can connect despite the the differences in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the beauty yeah. of technology. As much as we are afraid of what it might do to us. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It still it's it still makes conversations and discussions like this very very possible. Um, so right. the you you have a very very interesting background. So you also from uh, we were interviewing someone who was also born in uh, Jamaica but spent most of their um, you know like adult life in in the United States um, and actually grew up there I think with their grandmother Um, and it it always it always actually interests me one of the the first questions that I want to ask you is uh, I know that Jamaica is a very culturally rich um, place, right? In terms of just your your culture as a people. Um, so I want to know: does your does your music still uh, get its influence from that cultural background? Oh yes, yes. It's Jamaica is a boiling pot of so many different cultures. Um, as you know, predominantly we're known for reggae music, yes, um, and um, skia. And rock steady, you know. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah. those are, you know, the main the main musical sounds that come out of Jamaica. And it's so it, it pervades the, the different um, genres of music, especially mm-hmm. the gospel music. There is gospel, um, different forms of gospel music in the various um, musical um, uh, forms that we have. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a melting pot. So I have a song called Winner that plays a lot on, um, you know, radio stations in, in South Africa. I'm not sure if you have that one, but that one has a merger of the the Afrobeat and the Caribbean flavor and Jamaican flavor in it. And I also have a cover song called uh, For No Longer a Slave in the Jamaican reggae um, gospel vibe. 
So yeah, it's nice. it's it's a it's a fusion. I'm really a gospel worship singer, but I have a fusion of of my culture in my music. Even on stage, you're gonna get some Jamaican flavor. So I want to say a big big shout out to all Jamaicans listening. Big up, no respect. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. I really really love that. Hey, um, yeah. correct me if yeah. if this is a stereotype, right? Correct me if it's a stereotype. Right. Now I know that uh, Jamaica is a is a place that's full of energy. Like um, a oh, lot yes. of most of the music that I hear from there, it's just very vibrant and has. A a lot of energy i don't imagine uh, even though i'm sure that you do have music that is very soulful and calm uh but i don't yes. often I, I don't often identify with uh jamaica like music that you know like um you'd you'd have with america it's classical music with south africa it's a lot of jazz um do you have some music that is like that that is very jamaican Oh, yes. Um, as I said to you before, you know, our motto is, our motto for Jamaica is out of many, one people, meaning there are so many different uh, various ethnic groups in Jamaica, despite oh. us um, having Jamaica, you know, there's so many different ethnic groups. And so you find that the reflection of the music um, dictates the culture. So you have jazz interspersed with reggae, interspersed with um, the Caribbean, um, ska, you know, a little bit of Trinidadian um, um, influences, the yeah. reggaeton. So it's it's there. It's like a fusion of cultures coming together. Um, but as you know, we're predominantly known for reggae music, and I want to uh, underscore that. So it does it does culturally affect our gospel industry too, in a, in a large extent. But the funny thing is, even yeah. in this season, a lot of a lot of worshippers are rising up. So worship music is Christian worship music is also very big in Jamaica. Um, and so, you know, that's also rising up. But you will definitely no- notice most of our, if not all of our Jamaican gospel artists, you're going to get some influence of the culture in, in their music. Okay, I see. Now, what's interesting about you, uh, Pastor White, is the fact that you're an international evangelist, right? And I'm curious yes, because you are, um, you're currently in the USA. You're originally from Jamaica. Yes. And I'm curious about right. to what extent do you have to adapt and, you know, um, and morph into other people's cultures as you go out in the world and minister? Do you find that you, you, you have to, um, you know, change yourself or do you think that, uh, the world has become so the same that you don't actually have to change much, um, in order? Cause I'm actually thinking now of how, you know, when, mm-hmm. when Paul said, um, uh, to the to the Roman, he became a Roman. To the poor man, he became poor. To this man who's right. under the law, he adapted to the law, and he was known for actually switching languages um, in order yes. to just to make sure that he wins souls. So I'm just curious yes. as to what has your experience been uh, moving from one culture to the other? Um, how have you been able to relate and and switch easily into uh, that level of relatability? Oh yes, you know the Bible says, "He that winneth souls have to be you have to be wise. Yeah. You have to be wise." Yeah. And so it's so important that you try to understand the different cultures and ethnic groups that are within your congregation. So I passed in Jamaica for over ten years. So I was wow. born in Jamaica. I grew up in Jamaica. High school, prep school, Michael College is actually. Um, an educational teacher's college. So I did teaching before going into pastoral ministry theology. Then I did a degree in theology and a master's in counseling. So um, my, my, my background is so diverse. I'm saying all that to say with my teaching background and the counseling background and a pastoral experience, I've gotten the, ex- the, the exposure preaching over overseas to meet different um, ethnic groups 
and and in meeting the different ethnic groups, I've learned how to understand the cultures. And in understanding the cultures, you have to mm-hmm. be very wise in how you relate to people in the various cultures. However, here it is. Yeah. People love that love when you're being your authentic self. So be real, be you. Don't lose who you are as a preacher. Your personality must come through your preaching. I give you a joke. I went to Brazil in 2018, no, 2019. Mm-hmm. I was in Brazil, Sao Luis, Brazil. And, um, you know, they're very conservative. You know, I'm a Seventh Adventist. So in that culture, it's a very conservative culture in Brazil, that is, not necessarily across the world. Um, so, you know, I'm a <laughs> charismatic, you, yeah. I'm a charismatic, I'm a charismatic big mouth preacher. You know, I'm Jamaican, Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I believe, you know, the, the, you know, but but the funny thing is I didn't change my preaching style. I, I was still relevant. I tried to ensure that I know the language. I was giving some jokes in the in the Portuguese language, you know, and making some selling points because they love stories in that culture, Latin America. Mm. And uh, but I was still my charismatic self and the people were just enjoying the word of God, you know, and um, it's just interesting to see the different groups that when you intersperse and you interact, um, it's very important as a preacher of the word of God, you, you know, you have to be wise. So in, 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 I relocated to the United States in 2019 mm-hmm. and um, met my wonderful wife of seven years. Um, we met in the States when I was preaching. I, I actually preached at her church, met her oh. through her pastor. She came down to Jamaica for five years to live with me. She's an American, okay. um, Jamaican background, but she was born in America. And then we decided to come back up to the States. And I'm pastoring two churches in Orlando, Florida. And one of my churches is multicultural. So it's oh. so interesting that you asked that question. So I, I have see. Latinos in my congregation. I have a few whites. I have black Americans and I have the Caribbean people there. So m- me preaching around in the various countries I've been to has helped me to be able to connect with um, the various ethnic groups in my church congregation. But here it is. They love when you're being your authentic self. Yeah. So how I'm talking to you is how I'm talking. I'm not trying to twang and try to sound so different. <laughs> I'm talking just the way I'm talking right now. And, you know, they understand me and they and they feel the genuineness. I of, see. And the spirit of God, when the spirit of God saturates your life, you'll feel that genuineness and it will permeate through the to your message, to your singing, to your preaching. And people will feel you and feel Jesus in you. Mm, mm, no, I completely understand what you mean. I love the fact that you spoke about that, hey, uh, because it's so easy to fall victim of this thing of wanting to constantly adapt and change yourself and your personality um, in order to make people um, like you or lis- listen to your word better. But I suppose at the same time, it's actually quite interesting hearing it from you because you right. are a person who comes from a very cultural uh, uh, what's this? Uh, from a place that has a, cu- a cultural diversity, right? Um, oh, yeah. And as you, oh, yeah. yeah, as you mentioned, that it's it's just a huge um, mix mash of different cultures and people and groups um, as well. Oh, yeah. So you have that advantage of being able to just navigate those different cultures and spaces. But at the same time, even though you 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 come from that, you do also understand that you need to anchor yourself in who you are. And I think that's a that's very right. very powerful thing. Um, very, very powerful. I think sometimes we do take 
the people that we are and our personalities for granted. Now, here's here's yes, a bit of a, 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 I don't know if I should say a handful or a mouthful uh, when it just comes to you as a musician. You're you're almost like the full package. Um, so you you are a a and you 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 studied music, right? Um, and you're a qualified. I suppose it is safe to, for me to say that you're a qualified musician. Yeah, my, my mother, um, before becoming an educator, like an education officer, yeah. before she became a principal, she was a music teacher. Oh. And so music was a big part in our in our life at home. My father is a pastor also. So I was a church boy earlier days, you know, playing in the playing in the band, you know, playing keyboard for church, you know, mm, directing mm, the praise mm. team and stuff like that. And I also taught music and language and literature. So, you know, I, I try to be very diverse. And uh, yeah, it has paid off. God has been good to me in the background that I have in music and in language yeah. um, and so forth. So it has been impacting my music ministry. So as a pastor, I merge my music ministry with my pastoral ministry. I'm preaching. I'm maybe singing in the in the sermon, you know. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I've been on a break out in singing or I sing before I preach. Uh, and I sing a lot when I'm appealing at the end of the sermon. Uh, because the fact of the matter is not everybody will be able to connect with you in your preaching sermon all the time. Yes. Um, and so sometimes it's a, it's a song that reaches somebody. And at the same time, not everybody will be able to come to your particular church. But if I can send a song out on the airwaves, on, on Spotify, on iTunes, on YouTube, on Facebook, if I can put a song out there mm. and it can go on a, a playlist for a person who's, who's battling addiction, someone who, who needs um, 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 victory over fear and anxiety, somebody's going through a difficult moment but need a victory song to help them overcome. If I can get that song out there, Mm. Uh, then my, you know, my, my labor is not in vain. You know, God has been glorified. Um, I I tell you this, I remember releasing my other single, everything Lord and 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 another song called winner. Um, it's an upbeat Jamaican, um, background song, gospel song. Uh, a lady texts me in, um, in my DM on Instagram saying that she was just about to kill herself. True story. Just about to kill herself. But a friend, when she was thinking of popping those pills and taking that needle to kill herself, you know, with drugging herself to death, she got a text message on her phone, a ping, and she clicked that message on her friend on WhatsApp, sent her a link to my song. And Mm. she took the time out to listen to that song. And that song really encouraged her and prevented her from giving from not killing herself and she found me on instagram and told me you know god be praised god is using you and i and now i'm alive to testify that i I don't need to give up on my life you know and i want to say to somebody listening don't give up on god Mm. because god Mm. won't give up on you your adversity can be turned around for god's glory so don't let the devil put you down keep 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 and keep focus on christ and trust the process yeah. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Now, getting into uh, your single that we're going to be playing um, in just a couple of minutes. Um, so this one yeah. is titled You Win. Uh, tell us a right, bit about. Yeah, that's the latest one. Right. Um, so tell us about the song. First of all, what what led to you writing it? Well, you know, we're, we're still in the pandemic um, in some countries, you know, although we are, you know, it's a little bit better now but when i wrote the song we were in the middle of that pandemic and i was really going through a low season in my life um feeling that you know i'm not 
conquering certain challenges. Um, I, I, especially when I spoke to my friend, he was going through a very depressing period in his life. And so I went into a period of prayer and fasting for myself, for my family, for, for his family. And yeah. the Lord r- reminded me that even amidst adversity, as I said this before, the, the de- what the devil meant for adversity, God can turn it around for his glory. And so you win is actually a victory cry to God in the middle of my prayer and fasting. God revealed to me, say, hey, listen, um, I can fight your battles. You don't need to fight. Just like Jehoshaphat, the, the Bible says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel were going against those um, um, enemy, you know, enemy and allied forces. God told Jehoshaphat, stand still in mm-hmm. Second Chronicles chapter 21. Stand still and see the salvation because the battle is not yours, it's God. And so the Lord reminded me of that story in my prayer and fasting. And he said, whatever you're fighting, whether it's at the workplace, whether it's in your life, in your family, with friendships, Whatever it is with this pandemic, giving persons anxiety and fear, don't give up on God. God won't give up on you. He's going to fight your battles. He's going to fight your battles. So even the first verse, you speak and the waves, they listen. Mm. Um, you know, you, you speak, uh, you breathe and you conquer fear. And I believe, you know, in, in, in the miracles of God, it, this, it's a powerful song that testifies of the victory that Christ can give us in whatever season of our lives we are in. Even the bridge, I love it. Who is this king of glory? The Lord so strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in my battles. Sometimes we have to we have to speak over our lives. Yeah. And, as, and when the devil sends fear and anxiety and challenges our way, we got to speak over our lives and remember the God that we have. And he is able, he is able to help us through our crucibles and life's perplexities. I, I, feel, I feel a spirit coming on. <laughs> so, you know, I'll say to somebody, if he can take you to it, he can mm. take you through it. Mm. Let mm. God fight your battles. If he can take you to it, he can take you through it. Not everything you need to fight. Stand still, be still, and let God fight your battles because he is, he's still the king of glory. Oh, that is incredible. Hey, um, so we are going to get into the song right now, uh, which yes, I'm, I yes. think based on, on just how much um, I love how excited you get when you talk about the song, because I think it's also just a reminder that uh, when we make music, especially for the kingdom of God, it's it's music that is, um, you know, it's it's not you. Uh, trying to to boast in it but it's literally a song mm-hmm. that um you know god wants to be a blessing to everyone including yourself yes. um yes. yeah i i find that very interesting how you 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 specifically love the bridge <laughs> <laughs> yes i love it <laughs> no, i really love that it's a testimony yes it is it is so this is a worship song um and, and I'm releasing my EP in Florida here, my new CD um, of a few songs. So it's, mm. it's going to be predominantly worship music. But, of course, as I said to you before, you will get influences of my Jamaican um, my Jamaican background in that in that CD, on that CD. Oh, as fantastic. I have No Longer Slave and some others that have a Jamaican context to it. But it's still sweet um, worship music. So this is um, a Christi- Christian gospel worship song. Mm-hmm. And I hope that it touches the lives of many persons over there in South Africa. Ah, oh, fantastic. Um, so how can people connect with you if they want to follow you on Facebook, uh, Instagram, or maybe you have stuff on YouTube um, and also right. searching for you on uh, streaming platforms as well? 
Yeah, you know, I'm I'm very much accessible on Instagram. If you're listening, you can follow me at Jovan White Music. That's J-O-V-A-N-W-H-Y-T-E. Jovan White Music on Instagram, on Facebook, Jovan White, YouTube, Jovan White, um, and of course, on all digital platforms, Spotify, um, Google Play, Boom Play, um, iTunes, whatever, where, whichever streaming platform you have, Pandora, you can find the song. Just type in my name and you'll find me and you can follow me. Ah, fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, hey? Yes, yes thank you so much. God bless you.